I'm here with the two-time Southern Hot Wing Festival champion. What do you have to say to the people of Memphis? The first thing you gotta realize, brother, is this right here is the future of wings in Memphis. You can call us the New Wing Order, brother. We know your championship wings, but what about the rest of the menu? We've got a drop chicken buffalo chicken taco and a vegan-friendly avocado taco. And Memphis is only Hot Wing Nachos, brother. You heard it here, folks. You can find the New Wing Order food truck or book them at newwingorder.com or follow them on social media at New Wing Order. Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and pop-pops. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's a modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every week at locations all over the Memphis area. For more info, visit CerritoBingo.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game-o. Now play Cerrito Bingo every Sunday fun day at Laughlin Yard, every Tuesday during Pike Night at Elbow, and every Friday night at Memphis Maid's Tap Room. Are you one of the many Memphis area residents who suffer from everyday boredom? Do you sit around at night looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that'd be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's a trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes, including TV shows, movies, music, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, times, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com. Or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And by the way, did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact Cerrito Trivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis's most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for everyday boredom. Warning side effects may include wing prices, laughing out loud, high five to easy mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverage, right kitchen scissors, and spending quality time with friends. CerritoTrivia.com. How's it going, everybody? I'm Nick Schifani. And I'm Adam Schifani. In addition to being brothers, we're the founders of Nerd 901, a blog and podcast embracing the nerd culture in Memphis and around the world, all from our home base here in the 901. You can check out our team's exclusive content at nerd901.com. And while you're on the site, you'll want to take a look at the latest Surreal Entertainment schedule. Every week, we post an updated list of Surreal's upcoming bingo and themed trivia events, from TV shows to video games to music to movies and much more. No matter what you like, Surreal Trivia has a theme night just for you. And with our handy guide, you'll never miss out on any of our free fun. Nerd out about trivia and whatever else you love at nerd901.com and our Twitter at nerd underscore 901. Nerds unite! Live from Flynn Broadcasting in Memphis, Tennessee, it's time for Cerrito Live. Here's your host, Kevin Cerrito. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Making his way to the radio from Memphis, Tennessee, the home of rhythm and bruise. Please welcome your host and your hero, Kevin Cerrito. It's time to talk wrestling on the radio. The wrestling hour is a half hour this week. And we're starting early, obviously. It's 10 a.m. Memphis time. Usually we're here on the radio at 11 talking wrestling. But we've got a 30-minute show. One minute for every entry in the Royal Rumble as we preview tomorrow's Royal Rumble and lead you into some SEC hoops. 
It is the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour and a Half today, previewing the Royal Rumble. As always, the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour is being brought to you by Real Memphis Wrestling at the Rec Room. Not only is Rec Room where I'm at every Tuesday hosting trivia, not only is it a great place to watch um, all your uh, WWE events on those giant 20-foot screens, they'll have the Royal Rumble on tomorrow. They have UFC pay-per-views on as well. When those happen every single month, plus you can play classic and current video games on those giant 20-foot screens if you'd like. And now they have real live professional wrestling there twice a month. Now on Saturdays, 901 Wrestling, shout out to those guys. They were out hanging out with us for the Trivia Rumble the other night at Rail Garden. But 901 Wrestling is the new rebranded name of the organization that puts on shows twice a month at the Rec Room. It is Real Memphis wrestling at the rec room twice a month now on saturday so they got a show tonight so if you want to go see some wrestling action tonight you can five dollars gets you in the door all ages are welcome during the show but if you are 21 under 21 you got to come with a parent or guardian they're right off of sam cooper boulevard 3000 broad avenue that is the rec room rec room memphis.com and rec room and Real Memphis Wrestling bring you the wrestling hour here every single week. And before every pay-per-view, we talk with former WWE creative team member Andrew Goldstein. And he joins us now. Good morning, Andrew. What's up, Big Kev? How you doing? Well, I'm I'm doing great. I've got uh, actually uh, word from New York here that you are now known just as Andrew. No longer Andrew Goldstein. Un- the Andrade Cian Amis name change was so great. They're like, okay, we just, you got to call him Andrew now. Just Andrew. Is that okay with you? No last name. No, I just go by my Twitter handle, Anskull. That is That's true. It. That Yeah, that is even shorter name. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, Vince, Vince called and said we're dropping Andrew, we're dropping Goldstein, we're dropping everything. You're just Anskull. So Anskull. That's a better name change than Andrade Cian Amis. You're not going to be yep. Andrew Cian Amis. That's, that was such a cool name. <laughs> But anyway, uh, yeah, I don't. You know, this is like his new uh, plaything is dropping everybody's names, just single names now. Uh, the Royal Rumble is tomorrow in Phoenix, another stadium show uh, for the Royal Rumble, which seems like it only ever happens in a stadium if it's in San Antonio. Has it happened before? I don't. I don't know. If in in one of these big environments, so we're going to see people get carted to the ring on some type of motorized vehicle, right? Will we see the return of the uh, little wrestling ring parts from uh, from WrestleMania's past? That 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 would be super fun. I love stadium shows. Uh, it will be interesting to see how they. It, it'll be interesting to see the set. But uh, yeah, I let the Royal Rumble is the most fun watch of the year in terms of WWE shows. It's the most fun show. You never know all kinds of surprises. Obviously, the big one recently was AJ Styles debuting in the Royal Rumble. Who will show up? Lots of rumors. It's uh, it, it's always, like I said, it's the most fun watch of the year, I think, in WWE. Right. If you're at all a casual fan, this is the, this is the show to watch. It's fun. It's the most fun to gamble on, get a Royal Rumble pool going. But it it's so much fun. Now that there's two Rumbles, too, it makes it even even more exciting. What's the, well, I guess was that Saudi Arabia show? Was that in a stadium? I can't remember how they got to the ring in Saudi Arabia. Anyway, that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, for the Royal Rumble. Let's break down this card. It's an outstanding card. It's, it really, the card is so good that I think it hurts the actual Rumble matches and the star power that's that's in those. But the so many title matches, to me, they seem very predictable. 
but I want your thoughts on whether or not I'm 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 right or wrong on these 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 matches. So let's see. We've got the the women's championship for SmackDown matches as Oscar versus Becky Lynch, and then the Raw women's titles on the line with Ronda Rousey going head to head with Sasha Banks. And then on the men's side. The WWE Championship is Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. And then the Universal Championship being defended, Brock Lesnar defending against Finn Balor. So of those four matches, which one are we most likely to see a title change? Well, I think Ronda definitely keeps the title. And I think some kind of chicanery will happen where uh, Becky Lynch ends up in the Women's Royal Rumble as well. Uh, Because we somehow... For WrestleMania, we have to get to Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey. And the only way that can happen is if Becky Lynch wins the Women's Royal Rumble and gets to choose her opponent. Um, you know, that, that's how I look at it. So I feel like whatever happens in Becky versus Asuka, I think Becky's going to end up in the Women's Royal Rumble. Okay, but then you also have, so you have Daniel. So so far, you've got like no title changes. Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles. You don't see Daniel Bryan losing the title this early in his heel run, right? Yeah, I can't. I can't. I, I think some of the lower uh, mid card titles could change, but I don't think any of the the, the big top four matches. Titles, I don't think any of the the yeah. I mean, we we could talk about uh, Balor and Braun, but I don't think the or Balor and and uh, Lesnar, but I don't think that title's changing either. I think all four of those stay intact. Of course, the that match Brock versus Finn was announced right here in Memphis that that Monday Night Raw, which has been the best Raw still uh, for the past like six months. It seems like the best Raw since Dean's heel turn was here in Memphis, and when that Finn Balor got that number one contender shot uh, spot here for the Royal Rumble. To me, that seems like a Survivor Series match happening at the Royal Rumble. Does it not? Like the past couple Survivor Series, you had AJ versus Brock, and you had Brock versus Daniel Bryan. You had two great matches that had you believe at some point in the middle of the match that, oh, wait, maybe Brock is going to lose. But then you're like convinced, you knowing in your, in your head, like there's no way that's not, that's not going to happen. And that's what this match is to me. Like it's going to be a fun match, right? You should be. Brock should be motivated to ha- put on another great match like those other two. And all I want out of it is just for one second, just for a couple of seconds maybe in this match for me to think, wait a minute, is Finn going to win? Oh, yeah. That's the story they're telling. It's it's that you know with Vince McMahon, you know, uh, challenging Finn Balor, calling him small, calling him David versus Goliath. I mean, they are setting it up to to they're dangling the carrot that Finn's going to topple the, the beast, and I think they're going to play that story out in the match. But I think ultimately Brock will retain because, like I said, we're at the start of the road to WrestleMania, and I and obviously as we talk about every time I'm on your show, Vince books the poster. And so the, I think that, you know, we can get to it when we talk about the Rumble, but uh, I think uh, there are bigger matches uh, that are being set up for the main event of WrestleMania. But I think, I think there will be a lot of false finishes with Finn Balor and Brock Lesnar. With all signs, though, pointing to the women's match going on last at WrestleMania, they could, they could toy around with these, these men's titles this year and give us something different and not as predictable, right? I mean, that's a possibility. Yeah, you know, the other way i mean this is so far out of left field in terms of what you could do with the women's title but i you could put becky over tomorrow night and put the title on her so then becky's the champion and ronda's the champion and then charlotte wins the the women's rumble and because charlotte is charlotte she's the queen she's rick flair's daughter she says 
when she goes to pick who she's going to wrestle, she says, I want both champions. And you do, and you go to the triple threat at WrestleMania. Right. Yeah. I, I think that is a scenario that would make sense that we haven't seen before. Right. Cause you, you got to think, like, I don't, it depends how motivated Vince is and the creative team to do something different. We've seen the tie rumble wins before with, with Bret Hart and Lex Luger. And you've seen, yeah. you've seen but somebody cheat like right. stone that's cold. We've, yeah. we've never seen the person win and say, I want both. And maybe we don't know, but they could be leading towards unifying some of these championships because they're debuting these, the women's tag titles that are going to float between the shows. That might be a test run to see if they're going to put everything together before the Fox deal this fall. And and yeah. have the the champions float shows if not in the brand split right so there's a chance they could be going in that direction and could start with the women's championship at at, at the Royal Rumble of course the biggest story this week uh, did involve the other women's match because I if we're gonna have to pick if we're picking a match I'm picking Becky Lynch of those four of the chance of the title changing hands that Becky beats Asuka of the four big title matches. Yeah. Daniel Bryan, no way. Brock, I, like I said, I'm going to believe for a second during that match, and I hope I do, right, that Finn can win because that's what that match is all about. Ronda Rousey, no chance in hell. That's the least likely to have the title change. But speaking of Ronda Rousey, she's in the news uh, this week, and that is, in fact, the biggest story of the week, and, and sometimes the biggest story is, in fact, the biggest story in the history of our sport. In the history of our sport, the biggest match in pro wrestling history. The two biggest superstars in our sport in the biggest event this sport has ever seen. The biggest match in the history of our sport. It's the biggest story in the history of our great sport. All right, Ronda Rousey has been following you on Twitter and Instagram, I think, Andrew, because reports coming out that she really wants to start a family. <laughs> and the, yeah, go ahead. She's been following my hashtag on Twitter. Of uh, I've been live tweeting my my paternity, my three months at home. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you can continue with the story, but yes, that's, that's very funny. Well, yeah, you are you are officially becoming the the a, a wrestling baby analyst as well because you are a guest guest spot on the mask man show this week with david shoemaker who also has a, a young one now and uh yes, I haven't, had, haven't had a chance to listen to that yet it just dropped last night on the mask man show feed but uh it is in my podcast uh lineup here to we listen did about to. 20 minutes on new fatherhood it was very fun so yeah, go go check that out andrew and and now david shoemaker the, the two leading authorities on this subject and did y'all get a chance to talk about Ronda Rousey and her plans to start a family or the rumors that she wants to start a family? Yeah, I mean, there were all those stories in the beginning of the week that, that after WrestleMania, she is uh, gone to go start a family, as you said. But then, you know, she rumor killed the story in, in a bunch of places. So I'm not sure what's up. Obviously, that is um, something that's very believable. I could see it happening. But, but Ronda has had such an amazing year. And she's she's improving every single time we see her in the ring. Man, I would love to just see like put it off one more year, right? And let's get you know. There's so many more matches I'd like to see with Ronda Rousey, especially with like the growth of the women's division. Um, it'd be it, it. Looking back on it, it'd be oh man, we only got one year of Ronda Rousey. It'd be tough. Ronda Rousey, who made her, she walked into the ring at the end of last year's Royal Rumble. Of course, made her debut at WrestleMania. And if so, the rumor started on Thursday. Dave Meltzer, of course, one of the most trusted names in, in professional wrestling, Wrestling Observer uh, newsletter, said there was a very good chance that Ronda would depart WWE after WrestleMania. That story started making the rounds. And it's disappointing to see that because you don't want to, 
you know, know, have a really good idea of an outcome of a match going to WrestleMania, even though, you know, Vince, or even have Vince do something crazy because that's out there, right? Because you could, oh, this story's out there, so Ronda's going to win the main event at WrestleMania instead of Becky Lynch or whatever, yeah. however it's going to go, right? I mean, look, uh, all those years ago, what happened with Brock and Goldberg, everybody knew Goldberg was walking. And, and uh, you know, the match... The match suffered because of it. So yeah, I would I would hate for that to influence what is building up to be like. Oh my God, we're going to see Becky Lynch, possibly Charlotte, also versus Ronda Rousey. That's the match everybody wants. And then, so ESPN story comes out from Ramona Sheldon has a quote from when Rousey. This is great. I like that Rousey is just just trying to kill the story immediately. And she says, quote, I honestly don't know why anyone feels they're an authority to speak on my plans for my uterus. It's my vagina, my life. Keep the speculations to yourself. Leave me and my reproductive organs alone. That is her quote from ESPN. That's her. That's the best promo she's cut all year. Why is that not her? Like, that is the best quote. Like, what is it? Why is she not doing that on television? I don't know. Exactly. It's that's like I said. That's the best promo she's cut all year. That that's. Yeah. I would love to see that Ronda, you know, on the microphone. TMZ coming out with the story denying. So it's it, it seems like now it's in question, which is good. That's what you want. You want that blurred line in professional wrestling going into an event. Well, it, what is Brock's contract? We don't know what Brock's contract is. So maybe Brock's contract is up and he does lose to Finn Balor, or maybe he has multiple dates. That's the stuff that makes things exciting is when you don't really know what's happening behind the scenes, but you might have some hints of some things. Rhonda obviously does want to start a family. She has said that in previous interviews. The question is, what is her timing going to be? And it wouldn't make sense for her to be a part-timer after WrestleMania, where she's involved with maybe Fox for a minute and some of the big pay-per-views where she's not wrestling in, in random tag matches is on Monday nights every week, like she's been doing. Cause that's kind of watered her down a little bit. Yeah. I mean, uh, like I said, I'd like to at least get one more year out of her, but again, family planning is, is, uh, it's, it's an incredible experience and she's put it off for so long because of her MMA career. So, there is so much credence to a story like that. Just in ter- just as an outsider looking in, it does it makes complete sense that you would want to start a family, and this would be the time to do it. But uh, it's you know it's just so hard. I mean, she's like she's such a unique character in pop culture and such a unique character in the fighting world that uh, it, it, it'd be weird to go a full year or so without. Ronda Rousey doing something exciting, and right now we have her in WWE, and we want to keep her. And and the move to Fox is 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 huge on WWE's end to try to keep as many oh, yeah. mainstream names she's, on board. She's the crown. She's like the crown jewel of of probably their their whole their whole sales pitch the the last few years to Fox. It has to be look, we have Ronda Rousey, and Fox has to be like sign me up. So for her, they they I would think they would need her for that first year on Fox. It could be, I mean, it could be end up being a good story. We've never seen uh, a women's wrestler outside of Stephanie McMahon really go have a baby and then come back after that. And that would be yeah, I mean, a big story. Karma, I mean, Karma left because she got pregnant and really didn't wrestle again until she showed up on Glow. But yeah, I can't remember another story where, you know, you know, she left, had, some, had a, a child and came back besides Stephanie. I think you're right. And that's definitely possible that she could leave, have the baby, come back, and especially on a part-time basis, and, and wrestle and still be a, you know, 
there'll be the if she wants to be a stay at home mom or whatever her plans are. Right. All right, we're talking. Yeah. We're previewing the Royal Rumble tomorrow, Phoenix, Arizona. We haven't even got to the big match, uh, the actual Royal Rumble matches. We know who's coming in thirty on both of them because of the mixed match challenge. the The worst way to to come up with with this award. Uh, they're like what twenty years late after baseball with the World Series home field advantage right. that they finally they didn't realize that baseball stopped doing that. But the the number thirty has been awarded and for both Rumbles. All right. Tell me, Andrew, you're a former WWE creative team member. We're talking with Ainge Gold at Ainge Gold on Twitter. The winner of the men's, tell me, it's it's got to be Seth Rollins or Drew McIntyre, right? See, I'm, I'm so, I don't know. Here's the thing. Yes, Seth Rollins, that's every, everything. If you're watching Raw, Seth Rollins, he, he's been given the ball. He cut the big passion program. He, he cut the big passion promo on Monday night. And then, you know, Drew McIntyre came out. He's had a hell of a year. It looks like a million bucks. It, you know, it's everything you'd want in a champion. But to me, knowing what I know in terms of how WWE books, the, books these storylines, the only person they've been putting obstacles in front of all year, if you look at it, is Braun Strowman. So to me, the obvious pick has to be Braun Strowman wins the Rumble. And to all the people that say, well, he hasn't been cleared yet, he wrestled on Monday night. So he's got to be physically able to be in the match. So my pick is Braun Strowman, because every week they've been throwing obstacles in his path to get to Braun Strowman. So far as pulling the match, you know, he win, he, he was eligible, he was supposed to wrestle Brock at Royal Rumble for the title. They stripped him of the match. They fined him all this money. If you look at the history of wrestling, when a baby face is chasing a heel champion, all every single week on TV, what are they doing? They're throwing obstacles in that person's path. And that's what they've been doing to Brock. And so those breadcrumbs are what leads me to think that Braun Strowman is going to be the clear winner. And I also would add to my case, what we talk about all the time, we booked the poster. To me, a Seth Rollins-Brock Lesnar match is a fun poster for wrestling fans. But in the mainstream, on ESPN and in and in and for Fox and for uh, you know out in Hollywood, I don't think that bo- that poster buys you anything. But you get that big behemoth face of Braun Strowman next to Brock Lesnar, who's already mainstream known. To me, that's the poster. And from what reports are saying, that the the plan all along was to remove him from the Royal Rumble. It had nothing to do with his health. Uh, it had something to do with the plans, right? So, are the plans going into be a Braun Brock exactly. WrestleMania? And, that's another breadcrumb. That's another like, okay, what's a, what, how can, what's a scripted, what's a storyline obstacle we can throw at uh, Braun Strowman, give him the match, and then take the match away. And put and then so he's going to, I think he goes in the Rumble, wins it in dominating fashion, and you get Brock Braun at WrestleMania, irresistible force versus the immovable object. We've seen that match before in WWE. It doesn't have to be a classic because we know that WrestleMania is going to end on this amazing women's match, but if you need it to be a, a more of an upper-level match than just two behemoths, you know, colliding, you can make it a three-way in storyline and get Finn Balor in there to have the smaller athletic guy bouncing off of these two giants. Oh, yeah, so, that, that would be good. So I, I think they're clear. That's so, like, that, I, I feel like that, that's like, um, you know, my real, that's like, um, could possibly be very small chance that it's a triple threat, but I really think they're leading to Brock versus Braun. 
I think it really does look like that on TV, but for some reason, folks are blind and thinks it's time for Seth Rollins. It's been a while since the winner of the Royal Rumble was somebody that fans wanted to win it. And, and like, really, like it has not happened. It doesn't seem like. So Seth Rollins winning would be huge. And you, they're going to be, you know, in the show in Memphis a couple weeks ago, Braun totally over still with the crowd. That's no, no question. So I don't think there's going to be a Roman Reigns booing situation. But if he's in the ring with Seth Rollins, the crowd is more on Team Rollins winning that. And you could that could be dangerous territory. Here, how about how about this? I who here, here's else who could win. So we've got Braun Strowman. You do agree Seth Rollins could win or Drew McIntyre. We could find different roads for either one of them, especially with so many pay-per-views in between now and WrestleMania. John Cena could win and they want to go with the break in the streak storyline. I don't see that happening. It seems like John is just concerned with putting people over right now. And he's not going to go for that 17th title run. What would be awesome is if Kofi Kingston wins or a member of New Day. And because I think a New Day Daniel Bryan feud makes so much sense right now because of Daniel Bryan's whole gimmick. Nobody is more pro consumerism and wasting food and having people buy their products in the New Day. So I think they're the perfect foils for a Daniel Bryan, the new Daniel Bryan in 20. Uh, 19, whether that's a feud that we just have a short-term feud or whatever. Of course, if the, there's so many matches on the WrestleMania card that that's just me dreaming. You could also see maybe a surprise entrance win, Kevin Owens or Velveteen Dream. I don't think, I don't see that scenario happening. I think we're really down to the three. Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman uh, winning the run. Yeah. People would not be happy think, with John Cena. I think smart. It's, a, it's smart money on any of those three. I don't think anybody would, um, would poo-poo a bet uh, on Cena, obviously, the history is there. You can always put money on Cena. There's always a chance he could win a big match. There's always a chance there's nothing in the plans that says John Cena's going to win, and then they get to they get to Phoenix on Sunday, and everything gets changed, and Cena wins. Um, so always, always a smart bet to put money on John Cena. Like we said, Seth Rollins, he's been given the ball. He had the promo with Triple H. Triple H said, yo, I want to see you step up. Let's go. Give me that old Seth Rollins. We've seen it. He cut the passion promo on Monday. Um, you know, lots of lots of blinking red signs are pointing towards Seth Rollins. So, like you said, th- those are definitely the top three. And it's you know, it's so funny the the stipulation has kind of made the the Royal Rumble this like iconic match uh, outside of the format, building it for the first ten years. But the the stipulation has kind of you know killed the the intrigue a little bit because you know every year that. You know, Bushwhacker Luke isn't going to win the Royal Rumble. It's not like Hacksaw Jim Duggan is going going to win like the first ever one. So um, it, it's a two sided coin. But like I said, it's still the most exciting match in WWE. And um, I'd lo- you know I'd love to see a surprise entrant like Kevin Owens, like you said, Sami Zayn return, some NXT call ups get in there. That's been like the new trend. Um, I, but, but, I, yeah. but eventually, but I just think you were going to hear that big roar. Where Braun Strowman is going to walk in, he's going to eliminate six, seven, eight people, and he's eventually going to win. That that that's the Ange Gold solid gold pick. That's a solid gold uh, prediction for sure. Drew McIntyre or Braun Strowman, one of those two will have most eliminations, unless they all of a sudden decide to push Samoa Joe. We've got. I'm intrigued. I'm always intrigued by the one versus two matchup in the Royal Rumble. We don't have much time left here, but because uh, we've had like I. Especially with the number 30 off the table, that's not intriguing. I like the one versus two booking in the Royal Rumble. We've seen Demolition be booked in that spot. Cactus Jack, Chainsaw Charlie, Shawn Michaels, and and The Undertaker to reignite their feud. Vince McMahon and Stone Cold Steve Austin. What would be the perfect one versus two for this year's Rumble? 
It's a great question. I mean, the Usos would be fun. Uso, yeah, you wouldn't know who got eliminated. Then you've got, uh, uh, I would think Shane, uh, they, they may go the Seth versus Dean, like here they go again. Or I would like to see some returns. You could have the Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn start. Both of them return as one and two would be would be fascinating. That'd be, yeah, that'd be great. Um, we we haven't really just, talked about the women's rumble. Do you have another idea for the winter? No, I was just going to say, I mean, I'll, I'll just like fan the flames and say like Kenny, Kenny Omega's music hit. <laughs> Yes, Kenny Omega, number one, would be that would be bananas. The uh, women's match, of course, we're all it's all about making it to that WrestleMania three way. Charlotte's going to win. I, I think that's the best prediction, maybe, of the show, that's, unless Becky somehow enters. And so it's Becky or Charlotte, and they need it. The women's Rumble needs it. They need that, uh, like the second year of the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, like when Big Show won. They need they need that credible on paper part of the history books, right? They need to have Charlotte Flair's name in the history books early on as a winner. She needs it, too, to boost her credibility back up. Absolutely. She's been sort of, you know, biding her time in the mid-card of the women's division, and so the, the big win at the, at the second Women's Royal Rumble, I think, I think is the, another feather in her boa. And, uh, you know, like I said, the plan, it's just too good. to have, you, you gotta have Charlotte win and, um, you either just challenge one of the champions or challenge both of them, and you get that big three-way that everybody wants to see at WrestleMania. But, uh, you know, what they've for all the, the negative, you know, finger pokes you could do to the WWE booking throughout the year, the way they've booked this women's division has just been, it's been stellar. It's been, it's been fantastic, and um, you see it with the, with the women closing the show every week. Right, we're somehow getting to that. So Becky or Charlotte winning, and it's going to depend how the card is put together, uh, what match goes on first, which Rumble goes on first. Uh, last year, of course, the women's went on last, but they did that last year, so they, of course, do not have to do that this year. And that's going to be the intrigue throughout the night and the different stories that they could tell with these title matches that are going to be in between. But, Andrew, we got to let you go. Always appreciate your time. Go listen to the Mask Man Show podcast on the Ringer podcasting feed and get more predictions. Andrew goes an hour long talking about kids in the Rumble with David Shoemaker, and he joins us every month to uh, preview the pay-per-views. Andrew, thank you, sir. Thanks, Big Cap. Appreciate it. All right, I guess Andrew Goldstein. Follow him at Ainge Gold on Twitter. We're out of here. We'll be back at the Wrestling Hour. We're starting on time next week. Until then, I'm Kevin Cerrito, and I'll see you around the territory. <laughs>